Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 23 of the Relax Guardians podcast. I'm your host, Agni Kaigod, joined to me as always by Sevs. How are you doing, Sevs? Am I off mute? Yes, you're off mute. Because, um, bit of a weird one. <laughs> Went on to listen to the thing as I like to listen to on the Friday release. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then, I've, and then obviously, I've realized that I was on mute. You're on mute on my end because my settings were fucked. We even said that at the end of that episode. Always check your settings before the show. And I, I checked this time to make sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a weird stack because you're just talking to yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit odd, wasn't it? It was one-sided. You know, yeah. So a bit. Bit of a week. Bit of a shit week. This week, uh, what happened? I just work. I went down to a job. Uh, so I left um, in Victoria, went down to a job, mm-hmm. got there. Not ready for me. They were sad to struggle trying to get things rolling, and then it's all it's all a conspiracy. All these power stations run off in conspiracy, so they kind of they were lower power output, so then it drives up cost, and they kind of have this chin wag. Really, I know it's me making this shit up, but they have this kind of a chin wag between everybody, and the turn goes, "Well, you bring your power station down, you bring your power station down, and then this power station will have to go up." to to output uh, to output the, the thing so it's all to do with trading like it's, it, it's all locked in so i'm like i'm pretty oh, sure i, I can see a laser like on your wall right now <laughs> <laughs> someone's but, coming to get you yeah oh fuck me i'm 11 floors up so it's uh i have got i have got that dodgy um the dodgy dodgy fucking thing across the board so there's people in that building now yeah, they're watching there's you. people in that building <laughs> what they do they they up the they up the price of it, and then it's all to do with trading. Mm. So I rock in and go, oh, I need this, this, and this pressure. And they go, well, the trading's not there. I can't give you that pressure because I have to ramp the boiler up and down. And he goes, look, I can give you a half hour. And I was like, no, man, it's like an eight-hour job. And he's like, okay, no worries. All right, we'll have to can it. All right, no worries. Five grand later. See you fucking later. Oh, and then wow. I left. Yeah, oh, yeah, they have to pay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Come up to come up to here, and then I'm in a different power station that hasn't got enough parts to do the job that I need to do, and I'm taking valves out, and I bought a I bought a um like a uh, like a cart. I went to Bunnings, I saw this cart. I was like, ooh, 450 kilos, fantastic. These valves are only 200 kilos, 300 kilos. First one put on, bang, straight through the center, snap it in half. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just like. Oh, and I was like, ah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take it back to Bunnings. Yeah, uh, what to do now? And I'm like, fuck. And then these valves weigh a fucking bit, and this guy's swinging them about, and I'm trying to stop them, and I'm just getting fucking thrown around all over the place. So good times, good times, man. Very, very good times. I was your weak feet. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't even know. It's, it's just been like another week of dealing with young people that i don't want to deal with but you know is what it is oh i tell i tell you what happened though mm-hmm. i tell you what happened the other day and I, I don't know if you'll be able to see it i'll i'll i'll, I'll, I'll see if i can i'll see if i can do it mm-hmm. so kid woke up goes to my missus poo oh god missus gets up she goes oh look oh, oh, oh the bed's wet the bed's wet and then um he goes poo because he started talking stuff uh-huh. she picks him up realizing oh fucking, 
He's literally shit himself from his oh. stomach down to his fucking ankles, and he's been sleeping in there all day. Oh, Dude, little bastard! Look at it. Shit. That's foul, isn't it? Happy. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, oh. so that was that was a good one for the the wife to uh, to pick up at Abba seven because she had That's to wipe funny. him all down. Yeah, just check him in the bin. Not over. Yeah. yeah, so good times, good times. Oh. Yeah, so I, I left the wife to do all that stuff. I am in Victoria, like I said, Marv. I have a shirt on because it's fucking freezing in Victoria. It's pissing down with rain. Everybody's walking around with yellow and black fucking shirts on. I don't understand it. I'm right by Marvel, um, uh, the Marvel Stadium thing. So I think it's an AFL match. I'm not too sure. A lot of bumblebees running around the fucking place. Passion. Yeah. Same. It's it's odd. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Melbourne. It's fucking weird. It's such a weird. Uh... Yeah. Oh I... yeah. Same with me this week. Just same shit. Same shit I was complaining about last week. How's it? Oh my god! Actually, I got an update to the story to the guy who doesn't want to do fucking group work. I swear to shit. In the class of the two days ago, Tuesday, and we get like put into breakout rooms to like answer questions and shit. It's like how he breaks down the class to make it a bit more, I don't know, interactive. Anyway, they're put into three groups, and this guy's put in a different group to mine, and he has to pick either. Doing research on location, gender, or genre in Australian films. And it's not fucking hard. He's just got to pick A, B, or C. I swear to God, he sits there for two minutes and he goes, do I have to be the one that picks the thing? And everyone's just like, just fucking say one. It's not even hard to just say location and then you're done and you go. Just pick a fucking thing. He's just like, I don't want to contribute. I don't want to do group work. I'm not doing this. What? How is he still in this I don't. Class? I don't know. I don't know how the fuck he's still there. I don't, I don't understand how the fuck he thinks he's going to get through this life. Like, oh my God. Anyway. Don't do that, mate. You make yourself look uglier. Oh. He messaged me yeah. the other day and he's like, should we do our topic on how streaming in Australia is pushing for an osploitation sort of filmmaking? I'm like, well, there's zero evidence of that. So why would we do an essay on that? He's like, oh, yeah, good point. I'm like, fuck me. Stop talking. Stop doing research on things that you're not doing. It's just... That's... I think it's just the fact that we are so ingrained. We are so technology, technological, hmm. technological ingrained in shit. Like hmm. Facebook, Instagram, fucking TikTok. We are so into that shit. So when it does come to real life situations, some of the guys are just oh, they he just, just don't know what the fuck to do. I've met him in real life in person, and like he just you know those sort of people that just don't have the social skills. Like it's not a bad thing about them; they just don't like click with you know in their head. Like they just don't have the skills. Anyway, he's just not got them, and it's sad because like he's not a bad person; he's just difficult. Yeah. Anyway, twab. Let's go. I don't yeah, want to get angry. Any. I don't want to get angry anymore. Mom's already twab. trying to talk me down from a ledge. <laughs> All right. Season of chosen event in its second half. I don't understand this due to the fact that it's coming to the fucking end. I, I, 
You face the right to approve it on behalf of the Vanguard. In doing so, you put an end to the growing conflict with Empress Keitel Keitel and her followers. We're not preventing wars. You also found time to investigate a distress signal from a ghost ship of sorts. Excuse me. In presage mission. Uh, Unravel a mystery of missing guardian, discovering the dead man's tail exotic scout rifle. Earlier this week, we spent some time with the development team to talk through the creation of the presage. Did you watch that? I did. Did you watch it? I did. Awesome. They had the same problem with the audio where the audio was super loud from the game, so you couldn't hear a lot of what they were saying half the time. But what they were saying was really fucking interesting to watch. I recommend everyone goes and does that. All right. So what did they talk about, man? Oh, just talking about how they... Just don't, never, just don't leave us hanging. Like, they, don't, just, like, they never intended to go out and make a horror, horror um, mission, but the more they developed this area, they're like, we can kind of go in a scarier direction. And it's just interesting, interesting how the development of the area changed the story that they wanted to tell initially. Right. Hmm. I didn't get fuck off from that, but hey. Um, just don't get you, can it. Watch, uh, you can still watch the full replay here. So if you go on uh, Bungie, uh, the twab of Bungie, 4th of 821, um, you can actually re-watch it. And they have a really cool um, picture of mm. the, the, the uh, ship and stuff. And- the Glycon. Yeah, it looks like it's what it's close to Saturn, because they're the, are they Saturn rings, I would imagine. I think so. It's, it's supposed to be where Mars was. Well, I wouldn't know how close Saturn is there. And this is one for uh, this is one for Curly, a uh, new guy in the clan. Mm. One thing that we've always proud to support are charity initiatives, giving people, uh, players a chance to be guardians of the world. This week, a senior Bungie Foundation manager, Christine Edwards, brings some news on the upcoming Kilts for Kids initiative. So it goes on um, a few things, and there's this fucking massive guy called Mark. He's standing in a kilt in a river with an axe. Don't know why he has a Superman belt on. He is a fucking big fucker. Christine's up a tree reading a book. Forrest is doing something. <laughs> doing something. Yeah, he's got like lots of arms and he's got kilts and he's. So what's the charity for? Kilts I for kids. Get, what's that? We'll get that now. I haven't got that. Oh, okay. Um, so it's it's between uh, community support means everything to them. Uh, our hearts continue to go out to the children and families who are battling illness through the pandemic, which has left many the. Uh, Ronald McDonald House, I think, and his family's isolated mm. and facing economy, economic hardship during the time when community support means everything to them. Please help us achieve the $77,000 goal. Head to RH, RMHC donation page to cast your votes to Team Bungie. By denoting $10 or more before Friday, April the 23rd, at 5 p.m. PST, every $30 donated will pay for a family to stay at the house for one night. So it's, I think it's Ronald McDonald, the, the Ronald McDonald charity. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what is cool about it is that you get the emblems. So like I said, for Charlie, uh, for uh, Curly, $50 received this year's unique Destiny 2 emblem. So it's kilted. This emblem is still in development and his, his name is to be um, TBD. To be determined. Unique codes will be sent to all $50 plus donors. So it's it's a blue tartan and it's got some uh, Scottish uh, Scottish uh, knot work and shit like that. It's pretty cool. 
dollars um, $100, $100 prize and above, plus receive a postcard digitally signed by our Kills for Kids team and mailed to you. $250, all prizes above, plus a digital copy of a new and unique piece of artwork made by Bungie's Mark Fleeg. I'm not too sure who that is. Not sure. Uh, $1,000, everything above, plus one-hour Destiny 2 gameplay session with Bungie employees and fellow Kills for Kids donors, which is pretty cool. Mm. Two grand, uh, all of our prizes above, plus three, but the, plus the first three donors at $2,000 plus will receive one of the three hand-painted Destiny vinyl goblin figures themed to past, present, and future. These vinyl figures and figurines will be hand-painted by Bungie employees and will be shipped. Uh, to the winners is that to the top donation that's two grand i think i can swing it well one time well uh, one time we should turn around and do like um a uh, a twitch stream to Mm. get some money for these guys and then give it in under the name of a charity stream yeah yeah that would be dope just play marbles (laughs) oh my god marbles is so popular I love that. I know it's it's odd. It's odd. I was I was listening to the oh, I was listening to the DDU, mm-hmm. um, and they had a guy on his time when he went in. He ate, so he he streams Destiny. You know, butters. Um, mm-hmm. not, I haven't watched much of his shit. And then he actually plays the marbles mm. when he's eating, because then oh yeah yeah something to do so he doesn't have to interact. Cam yeah. says he'll sell his wife to get the to get the vinyl. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Iron Banana obviously is on. Iron Banana, Season of the Chosen. This is the last Iron Banana for the Season of the Chosen. So what I heard last week is they were trying to do the new matchmaking. Yeah. So they were trying to do like, if you have 10 players, you'd have the first, the best player on team one, and then you'd have like the second and third best on team two and any kind of thing. But mm-hmm. they've removed it for this one for some reason. And people are really fucking feeling it by what counts. Right. So okay. I don't know why they removed it, whether it was a trial period, I don't know. But I know that the last time we had Iron Banner, they tried it in both the team team up on the freelance playlist and then they removed it from team up because it didn't work people going in with groups but they kept it in freelance but now it's fully gone from freelance as well by all accounts by all accounts i'm not okay sure okay before yeah. we go we'd like to take a moment to look forward in time season of the redacted i'm not too sure what the new season is no one is um it's coming in a few short weeks saldin has a few new items up his sleeve for you to earn when the new season begins in may so I'm not too sure what these what these guns are because I'm I'm gonna fucking clue. So there's a sniper, there's a hand cannon, there's an LMG and a shotty. Aren't they new weapons or they're a prize? No, right. So the familiar hand cannon and sniper rifle will be joining the fight, but two new weapons are also making their debuts. So the LMG and the shot uh, the shotty are new. The hand cannon, and the sniper, are uh, old D1 stuff. Okay. So. I don't know. I think it's D1. Uh, two new weapons also. Year one weapons to speed with random rolls. But also bringing mm. some new rewards into the fall when possible. This always depends on a bit of what resources we have for the given season. But we're looking forward to new Iron Banana. Iron Ban. I can't stop. <laughs> keep stop saying that. But Iron Banana. Iron Bandana. 
Iron Banner theme tools for your arsenal. Looking even further out, we are planning new armor for Iron Banner. These sets won't appear for a few seasons, but we have heard your desire for some new digs. Once we have more information, we will let you know. Until then, we hope you enjoy the new weapons. All right. Here's the fucking juicy part. So I kind of tried to read this and then got bored, so I didn't bother. Mm -hmm. Prepping for the new season of Redacted, we have a few changes that will come in into the Destiny sandbox. This week, we'll be focusing on things that are hot, so to speak. Weapons and archetypes that need to be tuned in order to create breathing room for other aspects of Destiny sandbox to shine. Mm -hmm. We're also planning quite a few buffs of to underused Underused perks, linear fusion rifles, and more. The current plan is to cover perks and weapon buffs in an upcoming TWAB coming towards the end of April once they're solidified. <laughs> but we wanted to get this information out. Here we <laughs> go. Weapon archetypes. Aggressive 120, aggressive 120 hand cannons are dominant in PvP and receiving enough feedback that we want to rein them in a bit. Without completely taking away the range benefits, these weapons will now have damage and aim assist fall off distance be reduced between two and four meters based on the range stat. This roughly halves the range buff they received in Beyond Light. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. That takes away 120s basically being an all ranges weapon. So yeah. now pulse rifles and sort of scout rifles, not really scout rifles at the moment because of their awkward recoil that they got. Really, pulse rifles are kind of shown a bit more longer distances. So, vigilant swing, messenger, all of those great things are going to be getting a lot more love. Yeah, well, that's what the thing was. Like, you would be sniping, hmm. and then a shit that a guy could shoot you with an igneous hammer mm -hmm. out of your snipe. Yeah, and you're yeah. across the fucking map. Yeah. So, and there's like no drop off. Like the maps is like close enough that yeah, the drop off is irrelevant. Yeah. So look. Hopefully, like a hand cannon should not be able to outdistance the sniper rifle. It doesn't fucking work. Yeah. It's look, it, it may kind of sting. It should sting like if you are using a scout rifle, you know, but it, yeah. it should be. It should feel like you have advantages to using the different guns. Like a hand cannon shouldn't be an all around amazing weapon. That's what's just annoying about them. Yeah. You know, you should feel like that you can have a scout rifle and be a bit further, maybe not sniper range, but further enough away that your damage drop off outdoes their damage drop off. Yeah. Being hand cannon, you know? Just little things like that, which they're, well, they're aiming towards, you know? Yeah, but they'll buff this and then they'll realize, oh shit, we've done something wrong. And then they'll buff that and then they'll fuck that up. So I don't know where it's going to stop as such. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like hand cannons were non meta. Like, if you had a hand cannon in real life, just say if you had a hand cannon and an auto rifle, mm. not being funny, auto rifle win every fucking time. Yes. Not. It's not that. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Keep going. All right. Vortex frame swords. With Fallen Gildeen now viable forever, we need to adjust it a little as its damage output is flat out higher than all other legendary swords. With this change, we allow it to keep its high damage output but are reducing its full reserve damage output by reducing the number of heavy attacks you'll be able to perform. Full energy heavy attack ammo cost increased four to six. Yeah, so it doesn't, you, you can spin a couple less times. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter because most of the time we use it is aiming towards a boss fight and mm -hmm. the boss fight has certain amount of damage. You can't just whack a boss fight into oblivion. Yeah. They go bang, 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 damage phase and then roll into something else. 
this do you reckon this could be looking forward rather than what we have now like vogue for example do we have something coming in vogue do you think with if they've changed enough where they're they're worried that swords will just spin atheon to death well the thing is what they've done is they've realized i would imagine they've realized that they haven't they can't do another um ribbon mm-hmm. where you can step in hit her in the toe and kill a bitch mm. like because the last two to have um raids now you can't get to anybody you can't get to them with a sword you can't get to them you can't get to tanix with a sword and you can't get to um the garden of sorrows and boss whatever he's fucking yeah yeah him. fucking let's just put him in the sky yeah exactly so maybe they turn around the well we don't is it it if we rain back on this, then maybe you can go toe-to-toe with a mm. guy and then not do so much damage. Yeah. Or they will just shove a, shove a fucking force field so you can't get up to them and you have to do yeah. you have to do damage from a distance. I don't, you know? I don't mind them changing the way that they do bosses personally. Like, flying Tanix is fine because I'm, you know, as long as it's not just because we, just so we don't hit him with a sword. Like, if you give me, like, better alternative where even if he wasn't flying i still wouldn't use a sword like that's fine yeah, honestly, to me. if you do double shotty you're gonna do the same amount of yeah damage exactly like there's plenty of ways to do plenty of yeah. damage like look at the way we used to kill um callus like we used to get on a panel put a rift down and then put a rally barricade down before lunar faction boots and just infinite ammo the freaking dude yeah like yeah. there's been plenty of ways so they they'll just like like we have with ribbon and like thing we will figure out or not me personally but other people <laughs> who, are, who are better at this game mm. than me we'll figure out things and then it just kind of dribble down mm-hmm. to the fact that oh yeah if you hit the wall over there you will kill that guy yeah chip yeah. damage certain weapons swords and bastion bypass shield by varying amounts which has caused numerous issues with stasis in case the enemies encounter mechanics and other content. We have removed chip damage from Swords and Bastion. I don't know what chip damage is. So you're just bypassing the shield. So if you had a wizard with solar shield and you hit him with a Bastion, you would pass the shield and hit their health directly. But why Why would he call it chip damage? It's fucking stupid. Because it's not direct damage. It's like inch damage. It's just what it's called. But they've removed it. But yeah, like they said, because you could freeze enemies and basically just destroy them. I thought that they were bringing... Bastion into get overlord shields, overlord champions, yeah, not, not anti barriers, right? Right, quick draw. This perk is intended to provide. Oh, these are the perks. Mm-hmm. Quick draw. This perk is, in- is intended to provide faster swap speed, but is also passively buffs handling by 100. This, complete, uh, this completely negates the downside of using low handling weapons such as aggressive shotguns, sniper rifles, and hand cannons which isn't something we want to encourage. These weapons should have downsides and working around these completely via perk isn't healthy. We don't think allowing a fast swap to the shotgun subfamily with the highest one hit kill range is great either. The handling bonus is now removed one second after switching to the weapon or upon aiming downsides. Replace quick draw with surplus for on new and existing drops of Felwinter's Light and Astral, Astral Horizon. So... They are now removing quick draw mm-hmm. or fell winters. Mm-hmm. They're not removing the slide shot. So if you don't, if you don't swap the fucking thing, 
you can still do slide shot. It'll still beef your range up, and it'll still do yeah. all the stuff thing the slide shot does. Yeah. See, that's a, that's the a weird thing that's happening right now. Is it you're you're removing the, the aim down sight speed quickness and possibly the swapping speed between guns, but you can put mods on to do that. Felwind is, isn't going to go away because of this nerf. It's still going to be hella powerful. Like People yeah. aren't aiming down sight for it. It's mostly the hot swapping between weapons that they use it for, which is like... it's The nerf is to make you build for that... In, um, what's the word? Build for that bonus instead of just having it already built into the gun. So... I can understand that. The problem is that they're just nerfing quick draw across the board, and that's going to really affect snipers and the way they play yeah. their game. Yeah. Because that quick aim down sight is quite important for snapping and trials, you know, quick shots or whatever, quick scopes, anything like that. But like quite snappy aiming. It. Yeah. The problem with, with snapshot sights. That's the thing. Aspects. Yeah, but snapshot sight. The quick draw already does what snapshot sights does, but it does it better. That's its problem. Yeah. So now you can go for snapshot sites, fitting aspects, uh, dragon shadows and hunters um, will do it as well. Um, but yeah, you have to, it's more about building towards that ultimate ability rather than just getting it because you bought the gun off the wall. Frenzy. This perk is extremely high. I've never, I don't even know where Frenzy is, where, where we find it. I don't. I, I it's a world drop perk. Oh, okay. But every it's kill you get, um, Gets you super, uh, bonus super damage. All right, let me, let me read this. Then mm. you can fucking put your test. Down. Okay. <laughs> this perk is extremely high uptime in PvE, to the point where it is clearly a better choice than most other damage perks. We like the high uptime, and we want to preserve that, but want it to award less damage than harder to achieve damage perks. Reduce bonus damage uh, from 20% to 15%. Yay. Never, I don't use Frenzy. I don't know what the fuck it is. Another part of it was it was not activated. It didn't work in PvP. It just didn't work. They didn't put it in the twire, but they made a tweet later on that it is now active in, in um, PvP. So yeah, okay. pe people are getting supers in 30 seconds because they're building for it. They're putting on um, the Warlock chest piece where it's like if you get a kill with a weapon that matches your subclass, so say you're wearing... You're using Chaos Reach and get a kill with Cloud Strike. You get like a massive bonus off of that. Yeah. And then like you put Frenzy on and that's kills with kinetic weapons give you like two seconds less towards your super. So people are just like fucking supering the shit out of each other now. Chaos Reach is just gone. Oh, I'd love to have a check of that because mm. I was looking at it. I was looking at the chess piece because I got one. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, I don't actually think it's any fucking good. Like I get my super in... Two and a half minutes, I think, with uh, with um, mm -hmm. yeah. See, the thing is, is the chess piece wasn't active in PvP until last week as well. So now it is active in PvP. So now people are using it a bit more. Like, yeah, catch a right. dead man. Yeah. So it's a lot of things. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of testing to be done still. Reservoir burst now increased magazine size in addition to its other effects, reducing a full battery bonus damage from thirty three percent to twenty five percent. Upcoming content requires revisiting the power levels of the damage excuse me, damage perk that can be activated simply by having a full magazine. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. I don't know what that, that is. <laughs> you don't get that one, do you? That's Vex Mythoclast, which is a fusion rifle that shot like an auto rifle. 
you know the vex laser gun yeah that's the one that's in the vogs mm -hmm. and so the, the it had a perk similar to that and it's most likely coming back so they're nerfing that perk because that'll be on the vex mythoclass yeah. and imagine that damage that it could do just for having a full magazine right this is this is a bit of a contradiction due to the fact of what they just said in the last one the lament this weapon is a clear outlier for sword damage even <laughs> though they just turned around and said that the guillotine is the higher damage output so for the health of the heavy weapon, diversity, we are pulling it back a bit. Reduced damage of revved heavy attack by approximately 16%. Note that the Lament retains standard anti-barrier despite removing chip damage. Bastion, since we are removing chip damage, Bastion gets something else instead. We've noticed increased feedback on Bastion and higher than normal usage in PvP. So we're making a small change here and we'll revisit Bastion later. Intrinsically staggers unstoppable champions. Increase spread angle by 13%. With all balance changes, we will continue to watch and see how they play once they are in the wild and we'll look to make further adjustments based on the observation uh, and player feedback. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, essentially, Bastion gets unstoppable rounds now, which is also leading people to believe that fusion rifles will be on the... Uh, artifact next season for some anti-champion perks which i don't think we've had yet i don't think fusions have had it at least not um in the time where you can put anti-champion stuff on armor yeah so i'm not sure about that um beginning of season 14 launching may the 11th we're overhauling our shader system and now and how shaders can be applied to armor due to the overhaul shaders will become a permanent unlocks and all shaders in player inventories will be removed, which is fucking great because I've had enough of dismantling fucking shaders. Right. So they get rid of them. Get rid of them yourself, guys, um, because otherwise you're going to lose all the fucking crap that they give you. Mm -hmm. Right. Here we go. That is it. Right. So <laughs> what I saw That's the other day what I saw the other day was a conversation came up. So Mask of Bacchus, is it good in PvE as good as it is in PvP? Now, I don't use Mask of Bacchus, and I know that it has an intrinsic damage bonus that when you dodge, you can do arc damage, and it will beef your arc damage up to a certain percent. Yes. Um... It's not, it's apples and oranges, really. The Bacchus in PvE is good, yes, because you get the damage bonus, but as I, like you really only want that if you're using Anarchy, and then you only use an Anarchy these days if you against Tanix. And so it's like you can't Bacchus dodge unless you're wearing, oh, sorry, using Stasis, and you don't want to be using Stasis against Tanix, yeah. you want to be using Golden Gun. So it's like it's kind of not really worth it in PvE. No, well, that's why that's, that's my thing. I was like, look, Yes, Bacchus is great in PvP. That's yeah. fine. And I'm not arguing that. It's fucking fantastic. You get the dodge. It does all the fucking hmm. hoo ha and stuff like that. But I turn around and goes, there are better exotics. My, my, my answer hmm. was, there are better exotics for the hunters to use in certain situations. Yes. I.e., fucking um, um, the bloody bird fucking thing. Celestial Nighthawk. Celestial Nighthawk. Hmm. It's like you can't, you're never going to output more damage than the Celestial Nighthawk with Golden Gun. Yes, Edo. that's it's, right. It's done. But they come back, go, you're fucking talking shit. 
was like, what do you mean you're talking shit? I was like, your golden gun, your single shot golden gun, you reckon you could do a backwards dodge, anarchy, and do the same output damage that you can on one fucking golden gun and then all your other weapons. So just say you're at Tanix now, you're there, you have your shotgun, you have you have two mm. um, two hunters, and we'll have to try this out because I, I want to try this out. So you have two hunters, one with Mask of Bacchus, one with um, Celestial Nighthawk. Yeah. One's got golden gun and all the other um, all the other things with a um, with a shotty. Golden gun, shotty, bang, 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 does his yeah. damage. Mask of Bacchus, he, he things, and then he, he uses his anarchy, bang, bang, two on him, one on the floor, as you would normal. And then see, I want to see what the damage does. Because I was like, it's not a fucking, yes, it works. Don't get me wrong, it works. I'm not fucking denying that, but no way is that thing pumping up more damage than Celestial Nighthawk. Not a fucking chance. It works on paper, but think about how you have to do the routine, the the series, the steps to get backwards to work the way you need it to work. First off, you need to have a dodge up. Second off, you need to be able to dodge the timing, uh, time the dodge properly so that you are getting the maximum amount of anarchy damage on Tanix. And then still being like like you have to you'd have to dodge in Tanix's ring to get yeah. the, to get the anarchy on him so you already like wasted half your fucking time in Tanix whereas that's, with that's golden gun it's like that's my thing so you, know? you don't even use an anarchy or you should be in theory you should be using anarchy as a either a uh, crowd control on the floor or whatever it is yeah so parts of it just a raid or um a raid or um, uh, uh strike and shit mm-hmm. like that certain certain situations yeah i don't see how and obviously guys if you fucking listen to this and you've got an idea of how this will work i don't play hunter i don't fucking know i'm just arguing on facebook for the sake of it now because i have a relaxed guardian podcast fucking thing on my facebook <laughs> fuck you um but how is it working i and and these people adamantly fucking argued with me there's about 50 posts saying oh it's fucking awesome it's awesome but every time, if I was on a raid with a new person and we were hunters, yeah, and we were doing damage to a boss, I would be like, Celestial, you have to do you have to Seriously. Do yeah. It's, like, it's, 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 it's just, yeah. And your super is just wasted as well. Like, you're relying on a dodge when you. What's the, what's the, what's the, um, so your stasis, you do the fucking, the, um, silence and squall thing, don't you? Yeah. See, it just it, I can't see how it works. And then somebody comes up and goes, well, it is good for certain situations that you use stasis. And I was like, what situations? None it's, of the red. Uh, the chaos room is pretty good for stasis because it's just such a... It's literally chaos, so you just chuck silence and squall down and it like sort of just slows everything down when you're trying to ball drop. All right, yeah, fair enough. All right. That's like the cool. only bit. Every other bit's like, but, if you throw stasis, you're going to hit the security canisters and kill, get everyone killed, or you're going to hit the wrong tannics. That's right, Atrax. So it doesn't like. We, obviously, when we talked about this right at the beginning, when we started this uh, podcast, was we we turned around and goes, hopefully, DSC would have a stasis requirement in it because obviously stasis got introduced. Yeah. Into the in in right before the writ, but it hasn't. It's we got no still, place. We, st- well, we still revert it. back to. Well, mm-hmm. radi- uh, well, of radiance. Mm-hmm. If you have Nova Bomb, crack on. You'll fucking knock out four of the things out with a Nova Bomb. Chaos Reach works really fucking well. Yep. 
um, Hunter will only use fucking Golden Gun because yeah. it's bang, and then you can go back into your normal damage. And I've seen uh, Titans will do their, um, the Fallen Star thing. What is that? The, the new... The oh, next. yeah, with the new chess piece new. and do like the... Or, to be honest, if you can't fucking hit the fucker, they'll only have a bubble on. Yeah. So we reverted back to light-based subclasses. Yeah. To do this fucking shit, which would be great if if we had to rec- we had to rely on stasis. Yeah, I feel like the I feel like there was an oversight, and maybe not an oversight. Maybe they just didn't want people to feel like they had to use the subclasses to do the raid. But yeah, I feel like there should have been something that was like it's just better to use stasis in this encounter because everything to do with those supers, all those abilities, is so crowd control heavy like it's so like if you put this in the wrong spot you're going to hit a ton of things and then you're going to just wipe your run yeah it's it's just not worth it and it's too long like you got the boop on um the warlock the boop uh boop. i can't remember the fucking void boop thing whatever the oh the nova warp yeah the nova warp it's just so long to be in that to do mm-hmm. it yes it's a crowd control you go boop boop boop, boop. and yeah. it's, it's exactly the same for the stasis for the warlock is you throw, you throw your thing and they boop, throw your thing in the boop. So it's exactly the same thing. It's just too fucking long. Yeah. To be in there, you want your super go bang, it's gone, you fucking move on to something else. That's why Nova Bomb is so fucking good. Yeah. If you want, obviously, your Chaos Reach is fantastic yeah. because they have that new perk that once you're doing damage, it'll fucking up your damage. And Yeah, it was it looked upon itself. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's so many perks that light subclasses have at the moment that are just pure damage output and that's kind of where people get annoyed with stasis because it negates your damage output which makes you feel bad in pvp which is why people don't like it it's like that's why people hate getting slowed because as soon as you're slowed your accuracy basically drops to zero like you just can't hit people so yeah it's it's stasis is a really really weird spot at the moment it's not yeah, that it's, it's bad, a- it's just so different to the way we played for five years or four years. You know? And then this thing comes in and it just completely flips the way we play on its head and we just don't know how to... We do know how to work against it now, but we just don't know how to balance it properly and we don't know how to use it super powerful in endgame content. Yeah, it's just odd. And I was arguing and I was fucking arguing with this. I was like, you are no way... If- if I take anybody in raid, all right, um, I'll say, let's uh, think, because there's no exotics that have stasis perks. You are right, uh, Cam. There <laughs> isn't any exotic that have stasis perks. They are bringing them in. They're supposed to be They're supposed to be bringing them in. Yeah. Whether it's this season, whether it's next season, whether it's Witch Queen, I don't know. There is a very broad stroke where they will be fucking uh, bringing them in. I do not it's know. It's supposed to get stasis... Um... Damage, uh, damage type. I think next season, like weapons yeah. with them. Yeah, and then obviously it's the grenade launcher that does yeah. the stasis thing that just doesn't do anything, which I thought would be within the fucking DS. Uh, yeah, that's DSC. another thing, isn't it? It's like we got this exotic rocket, uh, grenade launcher that makes platforms, and then remember the Beyond Light trailer where it was like people were using that to get up onto spots, and it was like find yeah. hidden locations, and I was like, we just never did that. Like I, I no. swear to God, there was a bit where they had to throw the grenade against the wall to get over a platform. And I was like, that's really cool. You're d- level designing around yeah. this subclass. It'll probably be a story mission where you have to use stasis anyway. So it's like, why not put that in? 
why not make crucible maps in the future where if you're using stasis and you put the glacial grenade on a wall and you use that as a platform to get to somewhere else like make it vi like make us want to use stasis beyond just i've slowed him i can kill him now it's like i can get to somewhere where they don't expect me to be and it changes when the map plays yeah, it's it's odd. It's such an odd place. It's such a yeah. weird, odd fucking place. It's, they've given themselves like a big building block to to play with, but maybe it's coming. Maybe it's coming. Maybe it is. Know. Yeah, maybe yeah. It's coming. Jackson, got... if you listen to our fucking podcast, <laughs> tell us what's coming, man. Like just oh, eventually they will. They'll, they'll have and then one day. another. No, oh, I've lost you. You frozen on me. Oh God, he's frozen in space. Stasis has hit real life. Oh, well, this is bad. This is really bad. He's probably having like a massive ramble right now. I'm just sitting there like, mm. um, yeah. I'm worried for the future of his tastes when it comes to PvP because they just keep nerfing it and they don't know how to balance it. And it's time to stop nerfing stasis and start building on light subclasses again and make them one of the same, make them strong again. Like, like they feel in, in, in rates, like we were just saying, you know, like make us feel like we want to use light subclasses in PvP. Yes, I know Chaos Reach exists and that's that whole thing, but like that's going to get nerfed soon. It's going to stop shooting through walls eventually. Like that's this coming. Can't fight that. Goliath Titans got nerfed recently, but st people aren't switching off Goliath Titans. Even though they got that crazy armor chest piece now that like gives them an overshield when they launch their super, people aren't using that in PvP. It's a one-hit super. They don't want to use that for that. They want to use it for big damage in PvP. You know, it, it's hard. I mean, we can sit here all day and say they need to do this, they need to do this, they need to do this, but they probably thought about this a year before we even got any of this content and they just going well eventually we'll get there guys but like come on yeah so rough yeah it's hard it's hard to say what I want I want um, um, I'm not an original thinker here but since my mind settled on PvP I want them to bring back old game modes like they used to have like everyone else fucking does obviously but people keep saying ah oh, bring back um these customizable stasis yeah yeah that's coming yeah bring back game modes like rift and then give rift its own playlist because all i want to play is rift and it's like but then you just split in the player base population again and then we have the same problem that we had for beyond light drop where we had six playlist nodes to drop into in crucible and everyone's spread out everywhere and you can't find a game so you just get shitty connection games or like sweat schools and no one likes it so what do you do you do rotating playlist game mode and people don't want to do that because it's not rift this week so i don't want to go into that playlist oh it's survival this week yeah so it never gets played what do you do do you just make everything one playlist and it's just like of the draw it's like do you click on just 6v6 that's the playlist name and then you just go load in da, 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 and then you don't even know what you're playing until you get into the lobby and it's like control or zone control or rift 
salvage it. It's hard. Ah. Only other thing I, th I can think of is like, oh, have I lost you? Have I got you back? Are you there, my lover? I got it back. You just kick me out for some fucking reason. You froze in stasis like this. <laughs> I panicked. It's like, like, yeah, like it just, it just went. I just like, what the fuck? It turned goes, you have no internet. I was like, ah, what the fuck is going on? What were you saying? I, I went on a massive ramble so, trying to keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So what I was, what I was saying is, um, so Seiko sent. Seiko sent as thing. So now for certain parts of certain parts of the game, people are charging in excess of $850. Oh yeah. Yeah, that recovery system. For certain things. And look it's fine. It's fine. We know it's fine. Every week, every week we just get more and more angry that recoveries aren't all of a sudden fixed. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, mm. and then some. So I turn around and goes, "Look, it's a FOMO for certain shit. Don't fucking FOMO." And then a guy goes, "But I did eleven recoveries on the weekend," and then it's just fucking erupted. I was like, "Oh, oh you want a gold star?" And then people are just throwing fucking insults to this fucking guy. Oh, like just, why? Why are you doing recoveries? I just recoveries? don't understand. Eight eight hundred and fifty dollars for a ghost shell. That's fine. It was it was two hundred and twenty dollars. It was two hundred twenty dollars for the adored. Five fifty, uh, five thousand, five hundred, whatever it is. And then the the ornament for the adored. Ah, oh, yeah, five thousand five hundred legends rank. Yeah, and then so the adored. Two hundred dollars for that, like. Yeah. Like. It's fucked. Like it's insane on, to me. Like, if you're offering that service, just, like, start a Twitch stream and then be, like, doing carries, whatever. Or can you not do the carries unless you're cheating? And then you don't want to get caught because yeah. you're streaming. Like, is it... Is it recaps? Is it recaps or is it actual... Is it actual, like, uh, win traded? I don't know. So... Uh -huh. My hair's gone just crazy. fucking ridiculous. Just fucking absolutely. It's just ridiculous. So, all right. I know you got a topic of the week. Go. What's the topic? Oh, well, we were sort of already on it in a way. We had a kind of conversation during the week that sparked this. Um, someone asked us, I forget who, but they're like, what is a meta? I learned the word meta yesterday, but I don't understand it. So I want to talk about this with you again because I think it's important. What do you think a meta is? In de well, in games in general, but in Destiny specifically for us, like, what do you think a meta is and how it starts? Well, I, look, I'm un, I'm not hundred percent sure what a meta is. To be honest, it's it's always what buffs are being given to a certain architect archetype of uh, of um, of a gun, mm -hmm. and then what's easier to use so mm. um i think the last season was ar's got a fucking big buff that they had the re the time to kill was reduced so they yeah. became meta yeah as such they had their time to kill taken away mm. so it was a longer time to kill so they kind of rolled off 
but I'm still getting killed by Suros's and fucking hard lights and shit like that because mm. they buffs and they one twenties came in. They got fucking. They got things now that they uh, they got given a buff, so they are easier to kill with or certain things. I can't really use them. I don't know. The meta to me is is what fucking what buffs have been given to the guns to make them a lot more punchier as such. Do you think it's just like like okay, and I'm not calling out who live but i'm gonna use their names because they're big guys but like people like fallout players who break down the statistics of these numbers and then they're like this they don't they never 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 say like use this gun because you will win they're like here's the numbers on how this gun is good and then people take that information and extrapolate and they go oh if i use this weapon i automatically win and big groups of people do that and that's sort of how the meta forms like enough people go that looks like the easiest way to do things we'll all use that Possible. Look, look. I. It's always come down to what Bungie wants in their game. Mm. Like every picture that you see of Bungie of anything that you see, guys, they've always got a hand cannon. Yeah, yeah. So they always give certain perks to the hand cannon that pushes them above slightly more. Maybe now, obviously, they just add Igneous Hammer and they add the drop, full drop-off as we discussed in the 12. I don't fucking know. Mm. But they've always got the hand cannon as their main fucking go-to weapon. If you don't use hand cannon, you're at a disadvantage because Bungie loves fucking hand cannons because they stay the fucking weapon. They do. There is a lot. I mean, there's like seven hand cannon exotics. I've said this before. But yeah, the artifact as well is a big factor, Cam says. I can agree to that. Like, there's perks that get put on the artifact that are just insane. Like, there was one last season where it was, like, the long gaze or something where hitting enemies at a long distance with precision would give them a debuff so you could do more damage with it against them. So, yes. hand cannons were doing fucking crazy damage because you had that perk on. And it's yeah. like, yeah. If it's easiest it's to hard, use, and then it's sort of easiest to build on top of that's sort of what makes it the matter i guess it's ease of use yeah. for a larger group well it's got to be like you always get the guys you always get the fringe like the certain fringe guys that will like a weapon like mm-hmm. a certain certain type of weapon mm. like i would rather a fast firing weapon i can't really use hand cannon because I like to kind of get into the ballpark and kind of sweep over to the guy and then shoot it yeah with a hand cannon, you have to be spot on like yeah. shoddy sure. there's always the architect there's always people who love the shoddy because yeah you go there you kill it if you if you miss him with the first one you can get him with the second one and usually the fucker's dead yeah completely. totally but it's hard to kind of where's the matter what's the matter it's mm. all dependent like you said it's the artifact it's what bungee fancies fucking fancies this whatever fucking shit they pull out of the hat or some fucking thing like that like i keep going back down to it's we had the meta where we had the recluse they that had a great that had a great buff uh that had a great perk where if you did fucking um uh precision shot with it which is fairly easy because you just roll up the body and it would give you a perk that you just fucking reckoning and that was fantastic but they fucking nerfed that into the ground yeah they also nerfed 
like certain things, certain SMGs were unusable because of the fucking screen shake and stuff like that. Um, um, Huckleberry. Yeah. Yeah. The right, the ball or whatever the fuck it is. So then they, like I said, they had the ARs, the ARs, you couldn't, they were small damage, but then they had a perk where they fucking, the time to kill was fucking reduced. Yeah. So you could fucking wipe people though. You could wipe fucking the floor with people. Mm. But then that got fucking nerfed again because they realized then you're in fucking Suros, you're in hard lights, you are fucking un- unbeatable. You just shoot around fucking corners. Yeah. Suros once around. he gets ramped up. Sweet business, I think, mm. is another one. Mm-hmm. We come I come across like three guys with sweet business. You couldn't fucking get any near them. Yeah. They were titans. They would just be continuously spinning that thing up and it can be, yeah. be reloading all the time. Mm. So yes, yeah, it's, it's it's all figurative as such. It's whatever's in the fucking artifact, whatever's fucking Bungie decided to pull out their fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that as well. It's hard, it's hard, because like now that they've just nerfed the fucking hand cannons, I would imagine you'd be rolling back to something else. I'm seeing, yeah, I'm kind of picturing potential slowdown of game gameplay now like it's really going to depend on what the buffs are going to be when we get that patch list later in the um, season but uh, I think we're going to see a lot more distance gameplay and it's a totally different gameplay style from what we've been playing in PvP for the past two seasons you know like I think Dead Man's Tale is going to be put in a really weird spot it if it didn't get a nerf in this patch, I don't. I doubt it'll get a perfect nerf randomly in the next patch. But I think that's going to have a what's, really, really, really strong start. What's this nerf on it, though? The what's catalyst. The catalyst, where you can hit fire and it doesn't get any bloom. So you can just aim down. You can just yeah, hit fire distance. But you can just turn around and get a hand cannon so you can get the last word. That does exactly the fucking same. That's what I mean. But the hand cannon is getting... Well, I mean, last word's not. No, but, it's a fucking exotic. Yeah. So you got. So what they were saying is the damage. The damage for the um, No Man's Tale is like eighty five for a crit, eighty five percent or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Once it gets the five shots, that it gets the fucking the the, the, the precision hits. The precision hits. It goes up, obviously. Yeah. Ha, um, last word is ninety five. Mm. And that's you know, hit fire. And it's rather you fire. hit fire the shit, and it's faster. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Shit over shit over long distance, but that's what that's. To be honest, that's what hand cannons are there for: is close combat, fucking bang, 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 bang. Yeah, you move on. Yeah, like you shouldn't be able to cross map people. That's a fucking scout rifle. That's a sniper's job. Yeah, like I think it's they're slowly getting to a point where everything works where it should. I think I'm hoping we'll see how these buffs go. The issue is they'll buff something up and they realize it's not bu- mm. it's not too fucking crash hot, so they'll buff that and that'll roll up and then that will roll up. And there's no... In the, in theory, you should be able to go, oh, and then it kind of levels itself out. Yeah. But it doesn't. It goes, oh, fuck, hand cannons, bang. Oh, ARs, bang, hand cannons, yeah. bang, back up. Ooh, hand cannons back up. ARs go down into the ground. All right, then fucking submachine guns come up. There's no like... Yeah, there's never like, like a middle... Yeah, there's no level middle ground, so everything's all nice and level. Oh, fell winters back up. Oh shit, there's a fucking mm. shocking meta. Oh, and then chaperone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Jotun comes up. Bastion comes up. Oh, that's gonna get nerfed because the spread is so tight. It fucking wrecks you if you hit the cunt. Yeah. Now it's been opened up. So it's 
to me, Met is is what the big what the whales are fucking using, whatever the whales are using, whatever buff bungee mm-hmm. is given, and whatever's on the artifact that you can change to not change, but what you can work with to make you a better a better thing, you know? Okay. Yeah. I'll be yeah, I'll be pretty I just don't want to see in that buff list damage uh buff to damage or buff to damage drop off range on any weapon. Because then it's just gonna be the same problem that we got now. If anything, I just wanna see maybe it's so hard to say. I really want to. See, I really want to just get these nerfs into the game before they put the buffs into the game and just see how that balances out. Because they constantly, they never do that. They never bring something down and then leave everything where it was. They always bring something down and then pull something up at the same time. Like you said, they're never yeah. like a test to see where it lands. They should have bubbles. So yeah. they should have bubbles, and it should go out. So snipers, obviously, the long distance, but it's fucking shite when it comes up to thing. Yeah. Um. Then you've got some machine guns, which should be the same range as a hand cannon. Um, yeah. Uh, Sidearms, yeah. same range. Uh, possible um, bows in the same range as um, in the same range as um, scout rifles. Yeah. Something slightly. Yeah. yeah. It should have individual bubbles. So from the person as it goes out, that's where you should think a hand cannon should not be able to shoot a sniper across the fucking map. Yeah. Uh, um, a bow possibly depends how good shot you are with obviously damage drop off mm-hmm. should be able to hit a sniper mm-hmm. because in theory that's what it kind of fucking does but a sniper shoots a fucking kilometer and a half in real life so like is it going to be thing yeah. like a um, scout rifle should be able to be an old ranger but then when it comes to when it comes to close close up then it's going to start it should start it struggles fucking trouble. Chugs, yeah yeah but now it doesn't because the dead man you can do the fucking hip fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's so, why that's why I mean like I think that's going to get a, a change at some point if, if they're if they're going to try and balance in that way. I think the dead man's tail catalyst is going to get a weird change there where the hip fire might start to bloom a little bit, maybe not fully, but it might get like it might go the uh, like. Have they ever changed the catalyst though? I don't think so. Don't think no. I've never. I I don't think they've ever changed the catalyst. Once the catalyst is done, the catalyst thing. Obviously, I could be wrong, guys. If you fucking know, give us a fucking shout. I am. Gonna I've never it. like really known a catalyst to be so powerful like this. Like what what catalyst do you know of that's like insane, sort of assistance. Like what 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 does Risk Runner's catalyst do? Keep the arc shield off longer. It, I don't even know. No, it procs. So it, it'll. It'll, it will proc and then it will um, it will jump to all the things. So you should one right. whoever's in that certain thing, it'll fucking kill everything. Right. You, but that's you can proc yourself though. If you're arc, you can throw a bubble, you can throw a grenade down, you can proc yourself, you right. can kill everything. Gambit is obviously is great for it. Yeah. And I've seen it in PvP, but you have to proc yourself, which is you damaging yourself, and then you can get fucking shot. Right? Yeah. Look at um, look at the Huckleberry. Infinite reload as soon as you kill someone. Mm, yeah, but like that's look not at, that's not that insane either. Look at Crimson. That thing is fucking phenomenal. Like you kill someone, you get healed. Yeah, but does that have a catalyst? Uh, yeah, that's that's the catalyst. No, that's the intrinsic perk. No, that's it has a catalyst as well, which makes it even fucking better. Oh right, 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 right. Um so you've Yeah, but like they're not like 
like they 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 make it more powerful from what it already does, but the Dead Man's Tail doesn't initially have amazing hip fire, and then when you get the catalyst done, it's perfect hip fire. Like there's no other catalyst. Yeah, it doesn't that... have it doesn't have that fucking inbuilt like the crimson where it fucking mm. heals you. Yeah, true. On a kill. It goes. It you can just ship hip fire and fucking grit. Yeah. I don't even think the fucking last word is a fucking catalyst. No. So That's... why isn't how isn't how is the dead man tail got a catalyst? And last word hasn't got a catalyst. Hmm. Yeah, like, we're, in, we're in a weird spot with exotics where they don't have catalysts. Some do, like Anarchy doesn't, um, but Bad Juju does. And like, remember how you, remember how you had to get Bad Juju? Uh, yeah, way back when. Like, and then you had to get the fucking catalyst for Bad Juju way back when. Trash. Yeah, not trash, but fucking painful. Fucking, uh, yeah, the, it just doesn't make any sense how they've gone. Oh, Dead Man Tales because mm. it's a fucking weapon from the press we have to give it a catalyst and i understand that because you have to kind of do a dungeon so you got the whisper you have to do a dungeon you have to outbreak perfect you have to do mm. a dungeon for that catalyst uh fucking dead man's tails so it's one of their weapons that it's tied to a dungeon as that press charge obviously does xenophage have a catalyst i think it does no. i think it's just no. intrinsic yeah and how powerful is that badass like imagine That's hardcore but Mm. It's it's a one-hit headshot kill, which makes Gambit really, really painful when people do Xenophage invades because you can get heavy bricks off the floor now. People invade with with yeah, Xenophage and then like, do, 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 do. Sometimes they don't even fucking drop. That's the fucking mm, issue. Sometimes they don't even fucking drop. It's easier to go in. It's easier to use something like the truth, like to be a fucking one of those dirty cunts. Use the truth or um, uh, Isa tomorrow. I, I wouldn't waste I wouldn't waste the cat I wouldn't waste an exotic spot on uh Xenophage when you've got those ones you can just shoot off. It's in that area, it goes and fucking does this yeah. business. Shoot and forget. Look at um look at um Sleepy Simland. Oh that yeah. Your catalyst. Jesus Christ, that was powerful. That thing you could just anywhere near a person mm. and, and just... that fucker would be dead. Yeah, yeah. All right, get on with your reading. It's a weird spot. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Um, I'll do it. Come back up. Come back to life. I'll, um... Because we have to do do this quick because I don't know how long my internet is going to last. I've got, like, four pages on this, so um, it's kind of a long one. Um, Let's do it. So just going to recap for people who don't realize. Where I got to last time was Callus had overthrown... The Republic of Torobottle. Yeah, yeah, Torobottle. So they're now an emperor, uh, an empire, and he'd killed all the senators and everything of the old ways. He castrated the consult and cast him out. So we're going to pick up from that point of the castration, go from there. So this is going to be uh, Gaul's journey starts now. So Callus kind of just went off and ruled, and there was nothing really interesting there. So this is kind of where the story really starts to go. It started with blood dripping. That is all the consul could hear as the royal guards dragged him from the throne room. Drip, drip, drip. No cheers were shouted. No arguments made. Just the sound of blood splashing against the palace floor. The guards threw him down onto the ground as one of them stepped to, stepped to a nearby wall and pulled a lever, revealing a passage to their right. 
There was no light in this passage, no torches lit, just a black, empty void. The guards dragged the console to the doorway and threw him inside. He turned to stand, but the doorway slammed shut behind him and now he was alone, unable to see anything. Drip, drip, drip. The floor began to shake beneath the console's feet. Suddenly the floor was gone and he began to fall down, down, down into nothing. Eventually he hit the ground and began to slide. Gaining speed, he stretched out his arms to the sides trying to find something to grab. A loose rock, a foothold, anything. Then he could see light. Unable to stop himself, the light grew larger, brighter, until eventually the consult was launched from the tunnel and into the light. Looking up he saw clear skies and he felt the warm embrace of the sun. Looking down, he saw the pearly white sands of the desert ready to engulf him. Thud. He landed hard on the sand, but it was quick to rise to his feet. Turning back to the city that had cast him out, he gave one last look, his vision slowly becoming blurry. Drip, drip, drip into the sand. This time, it was not only blood landing beneath him. So essentially, the consult's been cast out of the city. He survived the castration and he's been exiled. Because he'd be like, ah! Yeah, he's literally like, my penis! Ah! Or my reproductive organ, because I don't know if they have penises. My flaps! My flaps! My, my rhino flaps have gone! He was the one that had, like, the bit around his face, uh, his mouth, like, removed. I don't know. He had, like, flaps on his face. That's what um, that's what the uh, so if you take that off Gaul, uh, that's what Gaul has as well. They all have it. Oh, do they all look like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you have a look at Callus, he's got that like weird like. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a bit flappy, aren't they? It's it's the predator, isn't it? This is what the predator looks like. The predator had the the, the mandibles, more like the fallen, closer. Yeah. Yeah. Are you drinking monster? Yeah, I'm gonna be up till like one AM catching up with Ash. I just fucking love her, man. (laughs) (laughs) Babes. For the (laughs) Sorry. For the Cabal, strength is second to none. If a soldier turns and runs from battle, they are executed. If a child is born small and feeble, they are discarded. Gaul was, Gaul was one of these children. Born the runt of the pack, the albino cabal was cast out of the city into the desert, left to die. But fate had another plan. The sun was beating down on the albino child as it squirmed in place, trying to find some shady release. Then it came. Something stood, something stood tall over Gaul, took him up into their arms and warm embrace. Looking down at the small creature in his arms, the consult began to plot his revenge. So essentially, the consult survived these years, went to sort of like living around the city, and he's found Gaul as a babe, casts out of the city and picks him up and plots a pl- uh, begins plotting revenge with this um, child as his tool. Mm-hmm. The years passed and Callus grew fat with power. He had overthrown the Senate, taken control of his people, and was the emperor he was. He always dreamt of being. However, his people grew bored. 
They were a warrior race, and yet Callus was a peaceful ruler. They wanted bloodshed and glory. He offered wine and theatre. Eventually, the people's troubles won him over. Callus began to approve the creation of a new army. The Blind Legion, the Dust Giants, Sand Eaters, Siege Dancers, Skyburners, and Ice Reapers. All strong legions sent out into the cosmos to claim glory in the name of the Cabal. It is said that once a legion is given a task, they may never return home, lest face a failure's welcome. The Empire grew stronger, expanding far out beyond their home planet of Torobottle. But back home, the commoners grew tired again of the spectacles of theatre that Kalos would entertain them with. He knew how to quench their thirst for blood, lust, and war cries. The arena. So, we're kind of getting into the point now where, if you look back at Rome, because we've spoken before how Callus's empire was sort of Roman, excuse me, Roman-inspired type of way. So, he came up with the same idea, give them the Colosseum and let them watch people fight it out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're going. Gaul had trained for years under the tutelage of the consult. Every day was a lesson. Every day was potential death. He had scoured the desert looking for food to eat. When he could find none, he would go to the trash pile outside the city and rummage through filth. Gaul hated the way he lived. He felt he was destined for far greater life, not this trash-ridden hole that the consort had built to, to keep them sheltered from the desert winds. One day, Gaul grew tired of eating filth and dared venture into the city for some better food. He stood tall against many other cabal, but his slim stature gave off little threat, so many of him let him pass unnoticed. Then he heard it, the loud cheers of a crowd nearby. More death for the Emperor's glory, a frail old man said, standing next to Gaul. Where do they gather? asked Gaul. The old man replied, pointing down the street. The arena, of course. Just down the road, and his, wor- his words trailed off as Gaul had already begun running full stride towards the cheers of the crowd. At last he came to it. Hmm? Have you ever seen a pitch of Gaul against a human? I know, he's quite tall. So he's fucking I'm, massive. I know, he's tall, but he wasn't always tall. He was a runt for a very long time. Yeah. He's it's always like, been... It... He's always, well, I mean, all Cabal are like fucking... Giants. It's not an uncommon yeah, eight thing. Foot nine foot tall. Yeah, Kyoto's taller than Gaul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's fucking smooth huge. Smooth. Smooth, smooth. Mm-hmm. Death, death by smooth smooth. Yeah, yeah. They they stand quite tall, but like, not all of them can. No. Yeah. So. I just saw because I was looking for a picture of an Instagram. You can see the size fucking different. I know it's it's, hey. it's it's insane, isn't it? It's like it's oh, okay. I get it. You think it'd be harder to kill? Well, he was pretty hard to kill, wasn't he? Like, we didn't even kill him. The Traveller did. Oh, the other Cabal. No, you shoot him yeah, in the head you, and then the gas mask harder, bursts like... off. And it's like, yeah, fuck it, you dive. Yeah. Oxygen overdose. Because once you look at them, they, once you look at them, they, mm. they, they're in a certain stature. Once you, oh, they're actually the same size as a Guardian. Mm. But once you call, oh, Guardian next to, like, next to a Cabal, like, they start at eight foot. I know. It's kind of a weird thing. Like, the guy is... remember the elites from Halo? Did you ever play Halo? Oh yeah, on and off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the elites were supposed to be like 
eight foot tall, but they look like the same height as us because we played as Master Chief, who's like eight foot tall, genetically enhanced. But if you play ODST when you're a normal human, they're like fucking giants. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe these wouldn't be super easy to kill in real life. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. That was my door. At last he came to it. A large crowd of people were, were gathered at the city's edge, looking down at something. Gaul made his way over, looking down over the shoulders of the crowd. That's where he saw it. A great big circular arena built on the outskirts of the city, with rows and rows and rows of people cheering on the bloodshed below. The, comb- the combatants were so far down, the only way Gaul could tell when someone was hurt was when the blood stained the pearly white sands beneath them. He watched as one of the fighters swiped at the other. He must have made contact because the ball seemed, the sword seemed to drag and the second fighter fell to their knees. The crowd went ominously silent and all turned to an opening in the stands Gaul had not noticed until now. He couldn't see everyone he couldn't see who everyone was looking at. All he could see were a pair of hands appear out of the shaded outcove. The hands stretched out, palms up as if ready to receive something. Then the crowd began to roar Kill 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 The hands clapped twice and the roaring stopped. The hands made a fist with a single thumb pointed out to the side and slowly pointed down. The combatant who seemed to have won the fight raised his sword high and swung down. From where Gaul was standing, all he could see was a body hit the ground and blood shoot out onto the sand. So we start to like, get like a similar image. If you've ever seen the movie Gladiator, where it's like they decide, like they were they were turned to Caesar and he would decide to live or die. Same deal. It was like prove yourself. Even if you lost the fight, you might have proved yourself a strong enough warrior to survive another day. This guy obviously didn't, but you know the crowd always wants death. Yeah, well, I think um, I think they actually put that as a myth. It is the old thing, the old finger thing. Yeah, it is. Even the the fight to the death thing, like they didn't actually fight to the death. They would still fight, but it was fight quite to first blood. Yeah, fight to first blood. Exactly, it was quite tame. Mm. <laughs> tame and because because yeah. it'd be different with obviously humans because you you couldn't just regurgitate humans. But yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It, with the with the cabal, it could be different. Yeah, we we give ourselves a bit of separation between us and the cabal. Like, like I said, we take shit out eggs, and ten cabal could come out. Like, who knows? Yeah, no, so, I like it. it's good. Yeah, that's the idea. Gold ran and ran and ran all the way back to the shelter which housed him. The consult, sir, he cried, sir, he shouted again. The consult appeared from the shadow and pinned Gold down to the ground. Silent, you fool, lest you want them to come hunting for us. Sir, I found something in the city. Something grand. The consul pushed harder into Gaul's chest with his foot, pushing all the air out of his lungs and choking him for life. You went into the city without my permission? You have any idea how dangerous that is? You could have, se- you could have been seen. You could have been killed. Gaul slowly began to lose consciousness. The consul pushed his foot down to the chest once more before letting him up. Gasping and, co- gasping and coughing, he climbed to his knees. What did you find in the city? An arena where combatants fight for glory in the eyes of the Emperor. This intrigued the consul, and his plan had finally began to come alive. Gaul had convinced the consul to let him fight in the arena, to gain the honour of, of the Emperor and leave his filthy life behind. 
If we are to succeed, you will need to shed this meek form and grow in strength. You will no longer be the cast-out child of the city, but the champion of the arena. The training was harder than anything Gaul had faced before. Long days in the sun learning how to properly wield an axe, how to strike and take a blow. After months of sweat, blood and scars, Gaul had, Gaul had transformed himself into the mighty colossus we know him as today. I cannot return to the city. Not yet. You will have to face this task alone, said the consul. Gaul replied with silence and bowed his head to his tutor, his saviour and father, then turned and made his way toward the city, wearing nothing but a cloth around his waist, proudly wearing his albino skin for the world to see. Uh, Verful, no, we're not playing Destiny right now. We're doing the Black Guardians podcast live episode. Stick around and enjoy if you're into random lore tidbits that we like to do and have funny talks. We will be on later though. Um, there is a Discord, Last yeah. Guardian Discord. If there you is. want, it. if you want the link, we can put it up. I've, absolutely, I, I think I'm going to jump over and play a bit for as well after this episode because I'm just good. No, no, keep going, man. Keep going. This is fucking great. This is this oh, is thank, awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You changed. You've changed your writing though. I know. I've been working on myself a fair bit. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, I was, I was impressed by you and your little story. I listened to the last episode podcast today when you're like, I laid under a machine for 30 minutes and typed out this whole thing. I was like, motherfucker. I guess I got to up my shit as well. <laughs> I have actually, I've, I've actually got three novels already written up. Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah like the last episode rooms. I did was like a page, and then this is three pages, and I was still. That's good, man. Shit. Is this? I, I, I feel a bit of a flutter. <laughs> this, 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 this. I like that. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a zombie book that's one hundred and ten thousand words long. Fuck. That's never gonna see the light of day. Ever. Oh, it's gonna see my my, my computer screen. <laughs> Have you seen? I know we're going off topic. Have you seen the trailer for Zack Snyder's next movie coming to Netflix? The, um, the, the War of the Dead. Or what? The zombie heist movie where they got to break. Yeah, it. man. Fucking looks fucking cool. How cool does that look? Cool. Everyone's like, oh yeah. my god, smart zombies. Like, fuck off. We've got slow, super zombies forever. Let's have something new and fun. It's, it's Zack Snyder. Yeah, no, like, it looks fucking cool because they're all in like tribal shit. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It, yeah. it, and it's looked, like, it looked fun. Las like, Vegas. Yeah. It's like. Everything about it just like made sense. Like the military listened and called off the fucking zombie area. It's not the end of the world. It's like the end of Vegas. But it was like it was such a great like. I just need you to break into Vegas and get into this vault and get out. Like oh yeah, cool. It's a heist movie or whatever. And then it's like zombies. Yeah, just <laughs> and there's lots of them. Oh, it's it, was, it just looks so fun. So fun. And I love Batista. He's hilarious. All right. As Gaul walked through the streets of the city, some watched him in awe, others looked at him with disgust. He did not care. Gaul's only focus was on the arena, his eyes fixed on the path ahead. Eventually he came to where the crowd had gathered to watch and pushed his way down into the depths of the arena. A disturbance made its way through the crowd, eventually making its way to the Emperor in the shadows. Callus began to laugh at the spectacle. Ah! It appears we have a new challenger in our midst, and a bold one at that. Gaul took no notice of the crowd. His eyes were now fixed on the confusion below him. Six stood before him, scarred and bloody from their fights, but none of them wavering from the challenge approaching them. As Gaul grew closer, he noticed the size and stature of his opponents, each one bigger than the last and more deadly. Callus called, for- called from his alcove, and what do we call you, old challenger? Gaul remained silent, stepping down from the high wall onto the pearly white sand, now stained with blood. Very well then, 
Let's make this fun. The first one to kill him has earned my favor. The crowd roared to life as the first combatant began to charge Gaul. Wielding nothing but an axe, he swung high, aiming to decapitate Gaul. Gaul caught the blow by the wrist and slowly crushed it. The combatant screamed and dropped the axe, allowing Gaul to catch it in his free hand and cut off the head of and cut off the head of his attacker. The body went limp in Gaul's grasp as he let it drop to the floor. Next two of the challengers dual next two of the challengers charged Gaul with dual axes. One of them from the left with a, went for the low slice against his leg. The other jumped high into the air, attempting to drive the axe down into Gaul's skull. He remained unmoved. Gaul dodged back away from the low attacker, then turned his attention to the one in the sky, grabbing him out of the air and slamming him into the ground, quickly cutting him open before returning his attention to the other combatant. The, comb the second combatant began to run, so Gaul took up another axe and sent it hurtling into the back of the fleeing gladiator's skull. Three more remained. Two, two of the combatants threw down their arms and conceded defeat, but the third, the largest of them all, began to step forward. A low chant began to began in the crowd. Dauran, Dauran. The champion of the arena, Dauran, stared down as Gaul, stared down Gaul as he walked towards him, wielding an axe and a shield. Gaul again remained unmoved. Dauran raised his shield in front of his body and laid the axe along its side, and began to charge at Gaul. Gaul braced himself for the impact and caught the shield, taking the full force of the blow. The two became locked in as Dauran hacked and slashed his over his shield, trying to take down the albino titan. Gaul remained steady. This felt like nothing more than the training he had endured for years. Patient and cunning, he waited for his opening. At last it appeared. Dauran raised his axe high above the to deliver a decisive blow, but Gaul quickly dove under the shield and lifted Dauran up and then slammed him down onto his back. Confused and dazed by the sudden move, he was unable to protect himself from Gaul as he climbed on top and began to pummel him. Every blow could be heard throughout the city. The crowd was silent. Gaul climbed to his feet and Dauran remained unmoving. Drip, drip, drip was all that could be heard. As the bell, as the blood fell from Gaul's hands, and that's it. That's where we're at. <laughs> that's good. I like that. I like the tie-in. I like the tie-in that you had for the drip, drip, drip Thank at, you. The, for, at the beginning until the end. That's pretty cool. Thank you. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's awesome. No, it's, it's cool. So we still got. I'll be doing the final conclusion next week to. I guess all of this, because this leads into Gull becoming the leader of the Red Legion, which ultimately leads into the Midnight Coup, which is the fall of Kallus. So we've still like got a couple of dominoes to fall yet. And because I'm writing them a bit longer now and a bit more in depth, we might even make it a three episode thing. We'll see how we go. Um, yeah. We will be doing terraforming. Mm -hmm. The so for we so after this so what we decided to do is maybe do a series so we not jump in between fallen cabal humans traveler yeah thing so we're going to do like a series especially when it comes to certain ones like um like the wars mm -hmm. so we may we may even just congregate on the wars and then i write my bit i think i write his bit on the war 
and certain things like that. So we we mm. we still tweak it, and yeah. we'd love to have some feedback, guys. Please of certain things that we want to you want to hear, or if you like the way we write it, if you don't like the way I write it, if Agnikai is gay, I don't know. Just just anything, Agnikai. Is that a wizard fucking thing in the back? That is so strict. That is Gandalf stuff from the Hobbit series, not the Lord of the Rings series. It's his original stuff. Right. Okay. I still have sex. Fuck you. I <laughs> saw <laughs> so your wife. Your wife texted me because I, I, on the Instagram thing, it was like, oh, we can't do it to yeah, uh, like last yesterday mm. because his wife has a Zoom meeting. And <laughs> yeah. Like, not his wife yet. And I was like, look, you have two kids. You are destroyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only person who wants you now is him. So you are like, you're done. That is nothing. That's how so you, that's how what you. are we going to do? Which I have. She said the chat. <laughs> so we're going to come together. We're going to come together. We're going to possibly for the wars, right? Bits, bits of the war. We are going to get more. because so obviously the humans have started. The humans will be coming into it. Obviously after the goal and all that sort of stuff. And the, the midnight coup. Mm-hmm. So I will be doing terraforming and how the traveler come in. And Ares 1, which is the the mission going to see the traveler. Mm-hmm. The moon mission, yeah. Yeah. So, look, we're all in the things. It's, it's all good. It's all in, great writing. We're in the really thick of it now. We're in, we're in the real weeds really of it. Fun. Yeah. Oh, thank it's you. It's starting to really speed up. Like, mm. the fucking timeline's fucked. Mm. It's fucking... And we're getting, like you said, we're getting we're getting better at our... At our filling out the story. Like, at, at the start, we kind of just, like, so tried to stick to what we knew, and we didn't really expand ourselves but now you and i are going in confidence so we're writing like i just wrote tonight where we're, we're confidently just like putting in extra bits you know like yours last week especially it. where it's like it. we don't know what the fuck happened in the world when so here's five stories of random elixir trying to escape and it was awesome you know? yeah no no it's good i like that i like mm-hmm. that i like that a lot i can see how you uh how you've taken a Basically taking off the gladiator. It was a lot of similarities, except for the fact that his family didn't die. And it's that, it's yeah. like, the way the way the cabal is. Yeah. The way the cabal is is that's all you've got. You have to mm-hmm. take it off natural. You have to take it off what we understand. Like obviously, Bungie is taking off the Romans. He just can't fucking yeah. like. There's so yeah. many similarities between cabal and the Romans that they are basically futuristic fucking Romans. That's all they yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, it, and it is, it is written in law that Gal, be, uh, Gal becomes a fucking gladiator and stuff like yeah. that. So it's, yeah. what can you do, man? What can you do? You can only draw a fucking shit that you read in history books, you know? Yeah, exactly. You get inspiration from blazers and like roll with it. But it's fun. It's so much, I, I really had fun writing that story. And it's something that's sort of that's good. drawing me back to like childhood sort of things. Because I used to be that kid that used to type in the room and write those stories. But like they were shit. <laughs> so I wrote shits that were terrible. I, I found some the other my mom goes, I've got the book that you used to write your stories in. And I was like, oh let me read them. And then I was like, you should burn this because this is awful. Um so yeah. I got tragic grammar. My my so tra- my grammar is tragic. Yeah. That's what lets me that's what lets me down is the grammar. All right, guys, we're gonna call it, yep. I would imagine, because yes. that's it. Thank you, Agnikai. Absolutely fantastic writing. Really fucking enjoyed it. 
Let's bounce over to everybody. Actual gameplay. Find us on everything. Find us on everything. We're on Insta. We're on Facebook. Um, we post up all the time. We don't check out Agnikai's stream as well. Let's fucking let's uh, beef up his fucking Twitch uh, Twitch uh, presence. And just fucking if you love got the any law. questions, fucking love the law, guys. If you love the law, fucking just follow us. If you got if you're in his Twitch and you got a question of the law, just mm-hmm. give him a fucking just have a conversation. I'm usually in the stream with him. Mm-hmm. And we can answer questions. Just come in. Let's just make this a fucking. Let's just make this a community. We have Discord. We have Relax Guardian Discord. Let's make this community. You don't have to join the clan. You can just come in and have a fucking conversation. Yep. We Obviously. have Americans. We have Australians. We have obviously one Welsh. Think of an Irish guy as well. Right. Right <laughs> Fuck you all. All right. Bounce over. We have an Irish guy. We have a Scottish guy. We have everybody. Fuck you all. Um, mm. I'm out. See all you right. later, guys. Peace.